Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast, E3, oh, hang on, it's not E3 special is it, E3 Aftermath, <laughs> what should we call it? Just um, E3 review. E3, okay yeah. Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out, say what? <laughs> I'm drinking and you're the one who can't get his words out. <laughs> I've got a Pepsi, I've got no excuse. Welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast E3 review uh, with host Ant, that's me, and I'm with Dave. Who's drinking or gone? What? I, I just said, spoke. Oh, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear I went hoy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear a word of that. Thinking he's gone. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, right. did you mean to go on? But yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be rounding up... Uh, our thoughts on E3, and we'll start with Microsoft because none of us, well, neither of us, rather, are big Microsoft fans. But um, there was some stuff for us to, to talk about. There was some interesting stuff. I think it comes down to the fact that we're just limited to time as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's time, and, time and money. Yeah, I mean, if I had all the time and money, I would, I would have that console as well. Yeah. So I can't remember the running, the, the actual order Microsoft um, unveiled the stuff, but they. Um... I think they started with the new console, didn't they? No, they they started with the um, the slim. Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, well, it was a new console. Yeah, when he said new, I'm thinking the next one. But um, <laughs> the other new one. <laughs> yeah, I saw a really funny comment online that was that um, Microsoft unveiled <laughs> the new console, and an hour and a half later, an hour and a half later, made it obsolete. <laughs> yeah, which is so true. Yeah. Ridiculous. Let's talk about the, the new one and the the. The slimmed down Still PlayStation One. Uh, yeah. God, I did it again. Xbox One. Nice looking system. Really nice looking system. Yeah, it's amazing how just making it smaller made it look a lot better. Yeah, and, and white. Yeah. I think the colour helped. I wouldn't buy it in white personally, but yeah, I mean, if you your kids, yeah, it wouldn't look out of place in a kids' room. But as an adult, you know, like your your setup, it would look atrocious. Yeah, it would kind of stand out. White setup, personally. But I think you can buy them in black. I think the white one is just a limited edition for day one purchases or something like oh. that, I read. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a nice piece of kit. I heard a rumour that it doesn't come with a new pad, the new wireless pad. I don't know how true that is. I think that's a lot of nonsense. But um, not wireless pad. It's just a new design, isn't it, the pad or something like that. But um, Yeah, they've, they've, they've updated the pad. Yeah, it was a nice system, and I think it's got a, I don't know if it's a 4K or, you know, um, this updated Blu-ray player, so the shows films in um, 4K and stuff. Yeah, it supports 4K, so it is a little bit fancier than the current yeah. Xbox One. So if you're, in, if you're in the market just for a 4K player, it wouldn't be a bad purchase, like the like when people were buying PS3s. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, nice system. There's not really much to say about that, really, is there? I mean, no. let's just jump straight we just jump straight into the Scorpio, like, and... Yeah, so they announced this, as probably most people know. It looked nice. It was 40% smaller, 4K support, and then they, at the end of the press conference, after some games chat, they announced the Xbox Scorpio, which is going to be out 2017. Oh, so November, October, November, December, which Yeah, know. in time for the holidays, or Christmas, yeah. as we call it in England. Um, Say again? 
A good window to release in. Yeah, good window to release in, which is going to pretty much make, like you said, make the Xbox One and Xbox One S obsolete. Because it is going to play all those games. It's going to be the new Xbox One, just beefed up to the max. And it's going to support Oculus Rift. Yeah. I think that's why it's so powerful. Basically, like PlayStation with the Neo, I want to make sure that, you know, they can um, certain games can push a bit harder, you know, resolution, frame mm. rate, and the. But um, at the same time, those games have still got to run on the original systems. That that's what both Sony and Microsoft are saying. Yeah. But, but forgetting about Sony for now, because I, I think I've said my thoughts on this before. That I just I don't see the point in these systems because what they're aiming for is 4K. That's what they're saying. We're aiming for 4K. Now, Eurogamer, the um, digital foundry part of Eurogamer, said that they don't believe these systems, either of them, will be able to run 4K native. I don't know if you've seen this video. Mm-hmm. I haven't. But carry on. You have? No, I haven't, no. Well, the bloke, he's an expert. I don't know about all these teraflops and CPUs. And then he says they will probably have to do upscaling. He says he can't see it happening native on either system. Um, he says Sony have pretty much confirmed that they want them saying to developers you must upscale to 4K if you if you do a Neo game, you know, like if you do a game and then you do a Neo version. Yeah. Uh, and he's saying Sony, Microsoft are saying, oh, it will do this and that. And he says that he thinks he believes they're misleading it. He says there's still a year till it comes out, a year and a half actually, isn't there? Mm-hmm. But um, he doesn't believe that. And my opinion, I'm no expert in this territory, obviously, but my opinion is. 4K TVs budget range is still anywhere between seven fifty and a thousand pounds budget. Mm. So good ones are a lot more. But I don't think 4K is going to become like HD for another five to ten years. Like most homes will have 4K TVs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it could be long. He probably is going to be like ten years. Probably the majority of homes will have 4K. I don't see myself upgrading for a while. And to me, that it means when you do eventually get that 4K TV, then it would be worth getting a 4K video game system. Yeah. And in five years, Sony and Microsoft will probably be upgrading again. Yeah, totally agree. So what is the point? Unless you are on the bleeding edge, you have to have the ne- the best tech. But if you're in that category, if you have to have the best tech, then surely you're a PC gamer. Yeah, I mean. I'd... We'll have to wait and see what other benefits there are. There must be other benefits. I think there is. I do think they'll like one thing that you're going to definitely get from both these systems is you're going to get every single game running at 1080p, 60 frames per second. I think well, I'm not saying every single game, but I think you will get a lot of games that you know are kind of like 1080p or 900p, 30 frames per second, having that extra boost. Mm. Microsoft are basically sick of that coming out, aren't they? And they just want to trample all over the competition with this but the other factor that no one seems to have mentioned like on forums and stuff is how much are these going to cost Sony have already said they're aiming for the high end of the once I heard a Sony statement the other day they said a lot of people buy into the consoles when they launch this is but what we find is as the time goes on and PCs start to the gap starts to open again after a free for they start to use part of their ecosystem. People start to go back to PC for the best system. Mm. So what they're trying to do is keep those people in their ecosystem by upgrading the PS4. Is it incrementally? Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, incrementally. And then 
that's what they're saying. That's what they're trying to do this Sony to try and keep those people in. That's what it says. This will be more expensive than the PS4, but we're trying to keep hold of those people because they can have these, you know, these unique experiences still, but at higher frame rates and you know, visuals, whatever mm. resolutions. And I'm going to gather Microsoft are going for that as well. But I think Microsoft I just want to wipe the slate clean and kind of just freshen up a bit because it seems more like a next-gen system, doesn't it? Yeah, they're really, really bragging. They're saying it's the most powerful home console ever. That's their big statement. But they've shown their hand now, so Sony can easily just just top it just a little bit, just so they just stop them saying that. that. Because this is the other rumor going around is that the Neo is ready to launch this Christmas. So Sony and Sony apparently it's already in production. So Sony can't change their plans now. Mm, that'd be interesting. Interesting well, I don't, as well that they haven't shown yeah. it. But the other experts are saying it's not a bad thing because they're saying Neo gets the market first, and mm-hmm. even though it's weaker, it's at the market and it's got a whole year. And the way Sony's system is selling at the moment, they reckon it's two to one and three to one in some territories. It's crazy, so, isn't it? On twenty seventeen, Sony could be on let's say fifty five, sixty million units sold by next Christmas. No, a Christmas away, isn't it? Twenty seventeen. Year and a half, eighteen months, they could have sixty million systems out there. The developers then going to say, "Oh, forget that them sixty million systems. Let's start building our games for Scorpio." I don't know. No. Is it a possibility? I don't. I don't <clears throat> see it happening. Like Phil Spencer says, "No one's left behind." Will they make use of all that extra power? Well, that's what I and, found and, weird. I mean, if if no one's left behind, there can't be much benefit to having it on the next system. It might just look a little prettier. If you've got a 4K telly. Yeah, I mean, there's a lad on the forums who I always disagree with about everything, and it's nothing personal. It's just he's he's proper, like, he really does want Microsoft to trample them. He was having he was getting all excited because they bought LinkedIn for $26 billion, was it, the other day? And I says, but why are you excited about that? You don't own shares. You know what I mean? You're not making money off. Why does that excite you? <laughs> what did they buy? LinkedIn. LinkedIn or whatever it's called. It's about, someone told me what it is, but I've never heard of it. But it was twenty six billion. And then this is all. It's the business community um, thing. I think. Yeah, business social media or something like that. Yeah, that's it? it. Yeah, it's called LinkedIn. He said to me, um, he really believes this system will just um, they've turned the tables on Sony, and they'll get their market share back now, if not more. And I thought, I said to him, the thing you're forgetting is. The already says you need a very good TV, 4K TV, to get the best out of this system. How many kids who play games are going to have 4K TVs in the room? Okay. And how many parents are then going to go out and spend another 400 and something pounds on it? Because these are going to be more expensive than the systems we've got, I reckon. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll either come in at the same price and the other ones will drop in price. But I suspect, yeah. like you, they're going to come in a little high. Because they're, well, like they're selling to the people that want the cutting edge. And those people pay top dollar. So yeah. there's no need to come in cheap. I can see them coming out at the same price the launch models did. Like, I think Microsoft will release Scorpio next year and it will be like £400 plus maybe. Mm. And um, Neo, I can see that coming out at like 350 something daft like that again. But like someone in, uh, on the forum saying, oh, AMD or whoever it is makes chips have said this and have said that. So these systems aren't going to be obviously five or six hundred dollars. And I, all I said was, which angered a couple of people, was that's great news. I mean, it only means you've spent 
eight to nine hundred dollars on the same on two systems in the same generation. Yeah. Let me see. Does that even make sense? I says, well, think about it. You are buying the same two concept. systems in one generation. You're basically upgrading instead of having a slim to that, which is going to play the same games, and you're paying nine hundred dollars, nine hundred pound, whatever it costs. Mm-hmm. That's just my take on it. I mean, I'm not saying people shouldn't buy them, but I just, I just think it's a bad tone to set by supporting it. Well, they, they, it was a weird timing on on Microsoft's part within the press conference because they went, they showed the slim, which was nice. It got it refreshed the uh, the Xbox nicely. Then they showed a bunch of games that you're going to be able to play, and some of them look pretty good. And then at the end, yeah, went, and here, yeah. and here's a new console, which will also play these games, but it just just means you know you don't really need to buy that other one. But to be fair, they didn't show the console. We don't know what it's going to look like. Do you think it's going to look really different? I think it's probably going to be about the same size as the Xbox as it is now. The original Xbox, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how it works. Like I read on, but you know, from some experts, critics, and that writers, that says like basically killed off any chance of selling the Xbox One S. But I thought, well, I don't buy into that because people who don't aren't in the know won't even know about Scorpio. That's true. They haven't released a picture, which was perhaps a savvy move. Yeah, but even then, like, like my mate, who's um, an Xbox gamer now, not PlayStation, he won't, well, next time I speak to him, all he'll talk about is, did you see the FIFA trailers? <laughs> That's, he won't <laughs> even know about Scorpio until I tell him. <laughs> he bought he basically this is a Dafties. He bought Minecraft, the um, Telltale game, and um, oh, is this the guy said, that bought two copies? Um, I think he did buy two copies, didn't he? But when he bought it, I said to him, "Oh, you know, there's only one episode on the disc." He says, "No, it says there's five episodes." He says, "Yeah, but you have to download the rest of the episodes." And then on Christmas Day, he said his lab was kicking off really bad because. He played the first episode and he couldn't play the rest because he hadn't downloaded them. I said, that's how it works. No, it's just, <laughs> he, he just like, he's bamboozled by it all. He doesn't understand consoles now, basically, because mm. he's always been a plug-in and play guy. And he says, like, he, he doesn't, he can't understand it all. Like, he couldn't, he put a game in and he didn't have any install space left. And I had to go up and, like, show him, well, not go, but I had to do a Skype and show him how to delete stuff off his hard drive to make space for more games. Mm. You know what I mean? And, that was another thing about the Xbox One uh, S, the new small one. They had a two terabyte hard drive. That's nice. I think it's coming with different size hard drives, isn't it? I'm not sure. The one they showed, or the one I remember, was a two terabyte hard drive. Yeah, that's the white one, but I think that's only a special edition. Oh, is it? I could be wrong about that, but I'm sure I read that somewhere. But um, I mean, not to bang on about it too much, but uh, look, time will tell. But I don't, personally, I don't see the Neo or the Scorpio. Maybe the Scorpio, I don't see the Neo doing huge numbers. I just think the PS4 is going to keep doing gangbusters for Sony. But the Scorpio could come. At the same time, I think people are in the know about gaming. I don't think they'll be as tempted to say, well, yeah, I'm just going to dump my PS4 now and get a Scorpio because it's more powerful. Mm-hmm. So I've never bought into that fact that people bought the PS4 because it did 1080p and 60fps more often than... No, people were just, just excited for a new console. They, Microsoft and Sony both came out. Microsoft Sony got the right. Yeah, they got they got the message right, and that's all it was. Yeah, and that's why they sold so many consoles so quick, and that helps loads because then when people pick up theirs and you know like 
it is a huge factor. People who play FIFA and COD together, they're going to buy the same systems to play together. Mm-hmm. And then so, you've also got um, Microsoft uh, announced partnership with Oculus Rift, so the Rift will work on Xbox. Yeah. Will it just work on the Scorpio? I think it does, doesn't it? It doesn't work on the old one. That's the other thing, though, isn't it? And they're getting into the VR game. A year, a, a year, and what? Two, Fifteen months after Sony, you're going to be in it. Sony could already have that market in the console space. Sony, if VR yeah. kicks off as high, as good as I'm hoping. And to be fair, mate, you know how much of a doubter I am. But after E3, I've seen a lot of stuff which has interested me in VR, Ooh. and I've been a serious doubt, haven't I? I doubt it. You've been like, no, it's not for me at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, a hundred percent. know. but I did also say as well, which you'll back me. I'd love to be proven wrong. You did, and, yeah. You always said that. And and to be fair, I've seen a lot of stuff that has kind of made me intrigued me. I don't think I'll be a day one adopter unless I win a load of money. Somebody to give it out the football. <laughs> but um, yeah, I am intrigued. I think the one thing that puts me off at the moment because I, I was browsing the other day was the fact that I still need a camera, so it's bumping up to close to four hundred pounds. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that because I've got the camera yeah. already. But um, otherwise, I am I am getting more and more interested in it. Mm. I am seeing a lot of the horror games and the Resident Evil Seven. I was just like, oh my god, how bad would this be in uh, VR? Oh my god, yeah. I was I was th- I was I listened to. I think it was an, something IGN did, and one of yeah. them said on there, it, "It is so scary. You can't. It's not just that it's it's scary. It's that you can't look away and you can't even put your hands over your eyes." Yeah. Did you watch that video on IGN when they played Paranormal Activity? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Because on the rift or the vibe, that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> someone comes down the stairs and you see them all trying to jump over it because they think it's going to hit the legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just really good stuff like that. But um, I did read a piece about some developer says there's no way they'll do horror in VR. Mm. And like they've been asked why, and they says because it's not an if, it's a when it kills someone. Because some devs actually believe that the immersion could will actually give some people a heart attack. <laughs> oh, my God. But I know, that's what I mean. I was thinking... Oof. It's going to come with a proper yes. proper health warning. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's basically... I don't think you'll be getting the, um, like... You know, like the, uh, the flash flash photography kind of stuff they're doing, um, flashing lights and stuff in video games. I don't think you'll be getting much of that in VR, to be honest. I think that will be a huge no-now. Mm. But, um, yeah, I've seen a lot that I've liked. But um, let's get back to it. Um, Microsoft anyway. Just quickly glance over the games. I thought Forza looked brilliant, really, really good. Yeah. Did you see that? I did, but I'm not into my car games, so I'll let you take the lead on that. It looked fantastic, but my biggest issue, as always, with that that series is it's an open world race, and I've never played a good open world racer yet. Mm. All of the ones I've liked have been okay, but I haven't really thought. Yeah, top of it. This is you know. Top top game. Um, I thought Recall looked interesting, but it looked like I don't know. It looked like I don't know. It looked like being made on a shoestring budget, to be honest. But um, <laughs> I was really hyped on that last time around. This time around, they yeah. changed the art style, and it, it it didn't do anything yeah. for me this time. I was less. I think less interested. the budget looks like Ratchet and Clank, so that might help it. But I don't think it's going to sell well at all. I think, recall, the I think recall will sell okay. I think it will do well. I don't think it will, to be honest. Depends on what well is as well. 
Um, and what, what? You know, what well, what well is good for them? What figure? What Ship well is? Soul. Yeah, what, what well is for the studio? Like, you know, like you say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. What, what is that for them? Is is um is a is a result five hundred thousand units sold through a million one point two? What you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I thought you um, said what wellies as in what welly boots. <laughs> so, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Some um, more um, lingo from uh, Wolverhampton that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> um, I thought gears looked nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've never been a big gears fan anyway, but um, I thought it looked nice. Mm-hmm. Looks solid, to be fair. Um, but I thought the in-game chatter between the characters was terrible. It always really is, though, in those games, isn't it? It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it was like he hit this guy with his chainsaw gun and he went, take that. And I was like, really? Is that <laughs> the kind of thing he's saying? Just chainsaw someone in half, take that. But um, it, was a, it was a good It was a good shot. I wouldn't pick a winner between Sony and Microsoft, to be honest. I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably edge Sony out, but it was because they probably had a couple of surprises. Mm. And Microsoft showed good games, but I think it was a, it, it was games we always expect from them, Loki Falls are, um, and you kind of always expect to gears or Halo announcement now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was another fact that popped up afterwards. It was um, the amount of exclusives that Sony had, not exclusives, um, new IPs. They had yeah. like six new IPs, and Microsoft had of their own studios, like one, I think it was. Which was, sea of Thieves from there. Yeah, Sea of Thieves, that was it. That looked quite good fun, that did. You know what, like, about that, I mean, the city can play in single player, but it kind of looks like the kind of game that you've got to play with a group. And yeah, that kind of thing for me, I mean, personally, it happened on Destiny, but it's never really happened on any other games. We had a period on Rocket League where we kept meeting up. Yeah, I know what you mean. And Killzone yeah. back in the day. Yeah. But I've never been a big fan of pirate kind of that kind of genre, but um, I did think Sea of Thieves looked good. It did look like it could be a lot of fun, but it also depends on the mechanics of the game. If it's going to be kind of like Minecraft, where you've got to kind of get your own armor and you've got to do looting, and, and you know, then I just wouldn't be into it at all. Mm. Well, I thought I thought that yeah, but, looked good fun. I bet you like yeah. the look of um, We Happy Few. I do, I do, because I love the first game, which was Contrast. Remember, on the uh, which launched on the PS4. Contrast, and I thought we, yeah, they made Contrast. Is that the um... no the game with the shadows? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. that. I didn't love that. That was okay, but I didn't go up wild. I'm sure that was my first game, but um, I heard some worrying things about We Are Happy. What's it called? We Happy Few. We Happy Few. Yeah. yeah one of them was that it's um, a procedurally generated game. Oh, was it? You know, I've, yeah, I haven't got a lot of time for those, especially in a stro- story-driven game like that, which looks narrative-heavy. Yeah, it didn't look the sort of game that would be procedurally generated. And the other thing was that it's going to be basically a bit like Alien Isolation with a lot of hide-and-seek, you know, like um, Outlast. Yeah, do you know the story stuff. premise? It sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it does sound, it does, it, it sounds brilliant. It reminds me a bit of Equilibrium, the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen that, yeah? I think I have. That's um, Matt Damon, isn't it? Tablets, like, every day, and it kind of numbs them from... Yeah, yeah, what's going everything on. looking happy, yeah. yeah. So, the, yeah, the plot in We Happy Few is one person, which is the guy you play, stops taking his tablets and starts seeing the world for how it actually is. 
yeah. very much shades of um, Bioshock as well in the yeah. way it looked and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's intriguing, but if it is procedurally generated, then it's probably going to be something I'm going to avoid because I've just never got on with those. I just, I'm not saying that the developers are lazy, but it just comes across to me as lazy. So I still know they have to do a lot of like design and. It's probably harder know. to make a, a procedurally generated yeah, game. Yeah, probably through the algorithms, but when it's so like you know, like do you remember that game Counter Spy? Yeah, that suffered because it, of that. Yeah, because that could have been such a. Is that just had ten stages? It could have been way more memorable than what it was mm. because they could have crafted them to perfection. Yeah. It didn't, and some of the levels just came up broken. Basically, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It was just ruined. They'd be like um, eight or nine guards, and you think, well, I cannot do this without being spotted. And it just ruined it. Yeah. But yeah, um, we'll see what happens with that. It was a nice looking game. Um, I can't think what. The other two big ones were Scalebound. Oh my god, that looked so bad. I can't, I can't make up my mind what I think about this at all. I just can't decide. It's, is it a secret numbers game? Secret numbers? What do you mean? When you shoot the enemies, like the numbers come out of the heads. Oh you know? no, I don't. Not like a RPG type thing. I don't know. Yeah, this was coming out of the uh, crab. Um, but I don't know about you, but I mean, I've been a big platinum fan for a long time, and I know you have. Mm-hmm. But they seem to have been blown really hot and cold lately. Probably just to keep the product, the studio ticking over. <laughs> Transformers was good, but very short, and a lot of the levels were copy and paste. TMNT sounds like it's absolute crap. Um, and then when I seen Scalebound, I was like, "This isn't like Envy or anything like that." But it looked. I was like. No way! Is this a platinum game? It just looks so basic. The combat did like just hammering square as the guy, and then taking over as the dragon. And oh man, it was it was proper Japanese, but it was proper crap as well. The combat <laughs> didn't look it didn't look like anything platinum did. No, it's it's a weird one. I want I want, to, I want to want I want to like it because it's platinum. But I've, I think I mentioned this on on the podcast, which I forgot to hit record on our pre E three show. Um, yeah. <laughs> was um I don't know if I'm still a big platinum fan. I've had yeah, three I'm, games, I'm three games I really yeah. well, one game I loved and two games I liked, and the rest yeah. have been a bit meh. And that's yeah. no, Van- Vanquish has been my absolute favourite platinum game. Bayonetta, yeah, I mean, two I, are good. Vanquish, I, you know, I love Bayonetta. The both the Bayonetta games, mm-hmm. I Vanquish, Bayonetta, Bayonetta, um, Transformers, which is very good. Um, just a shame. That it's a lot of copy and paste in the stages, but um, you would definitely enjoy Transformers. Um, Anarchy Reigns, I didn't like that. Um, I never played that. Well, I did play the Wonderful One Hundred and One. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I didn't like the demo on that. Didn't get, didn't get that. Um, Metal Gear Rising, didn't like that system they implemented in that. I think they did an amazing yeah. job on that to go in and sort of pick up the pieces yeah they probably won't applaud them for it. they pulled it back but I didn't like the combat system that they created for that like with the counter mm. um, TMNT just looks crap but the funny thing is about Scarbanks they've got two teams at Platinum obviously or three teams because TMNT and then Scarband and then remember Nier Automata or is, is that how you pronounce it yeah Automata did you see the demo for that no 
looked brilliant. It looked um, like not with it. I, I didn't see any witch time in the demos I saw, but it looked like Bayonetta kind of combat style. Mm. Not as frantic as Bayonetta, but it looked ten times better than um, Scarband. I was like, so how is this team doing that? And then the, <laughs> this is Kamiya, the, um, the the like top dog at Platinum. Is it some Kamiya? I think his name. He just left, didn't he? I don't know the guy who's doing like Scarbend. I think he's the Bayonetta guy, and people are saying you have faith. He's you know he's the top dog there. Hmm. He's doing Scarbend, and someone else is doing Nier. And Nier, I was like thinking, well, if they've messed up Scarbend, you know Nier's going to be dog shit. But Nier actually looks good. I did download the demo for that, but when I went to play it, uh, it was Show apparently like possible. a timed demo, and I'd missed my time. Oh no, so. no, you're, you're thinking of Neo. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about then. It's N I E R. No, yeah, I did download that. Automata. No, it's not a demo. There's no demo. This is just the E3 demos. I'm not talking about Nero then. Yeah, you're a bit Neo. N I O H. But check out E3 demos for N I E R. Automata. And that's Platinum's other game. It showed you one of the boss fights. I was like, how the hell have they got this looking so right? Scalebound with a man and a dragon looks so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks really good though. That's another one. E3. I thought E3 was brilliant this year. There's so much stuff. Yeah. But before E3, like, I well, don't hey, really yeah, there's, one, there's one more game, one more game on Xbox, which is um, uh, State of State Decay Two. Oh, just it's what it's one of those, isn't those um. That was kind of like, uh, not Minecraft, but, um, you know, um, Don't Starve games where you've got to try and survive and build your camps and that. Yeah, well, I, I was I looking don't. at it and I was thinking, is this, is this a new Left for Dead? And I was like, oh, no, no, it's not. And it was State of Decay 2. I don't know. I didn't ever see or get wind of State of Decay 1. So I'm, I'm, I would be coming to this new if it came out on a PlayStation. But it looks like an Xbox exclusive, I think. I seem to recall. It's basically, if you don't know, like, it's, it's survival in the zombie apocalypse but the twist is you can play it online or offline mm. so if you're playing it online you and you switch it off and then you come back two days later you could have had all your resources stolen and your landscape could have changed like your buildings could have been burned down etc oh that sounds like a mobile game yeah but um i just a lot of people i know complained about it very buggy but they'll probably get it right for the sequel but um i thought it looked, I, I, I thought it looked nice yeah, it looked nice, but that kind of thing doesn't interest me, you know, like um, properly trying to survive. Because I don't have the time for those types of games. Like, it's not saying they're crap. They're just not for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, um, yeah, it did look good. But I did prefer, without, uh, we'll go into it in a bit, um, the look of another zombie game that was at the show. Mm-hmm. I know which one you're going to talk about. Let's move on to PlayStation now so we can talk about it. Because <laughs> that was pretty much Microsoft done. I think it was, a, I think it was a pretty good show. It was a lot of sequels and um the, the, I, think that's I mean like, the one thing I'll say that I didn't get from Microsoft show was I don't know if you'd agree. But I didn't see what have they got coming next year? I mean obviously they're gonna have a Forza game, but what have they got for the start of next year and middle of next year? It didn't look like they had much. This is, I think you've pointed this out with Microsoft before. They seem to just release everything at Christmas and then that's it. Yeah. They rely on third parties, but third parties are more interested in PlayStation these days. Dodging Christmas and seem to be relishing higher sales in the games. Yeah. 
because they're dodging the bees. Too true. Yeah. Right, PlayStation. PlayStation. Um, started... Again, can I just say, let's just say that having that orchestra was a bloody masterstroke. It was good, it was wasn't so, it? It was really good. Yeah, they had a, they really? had a live orchestra which um, introed. They played all the music throughout the whole show, didn't they? So there was no track Fantastic. music on the games. That must have been yeah. amazing if you were there. Because one, one of yeah, the... Yeah, um, yeah. I can't remember what guy it was, but the guy with the little beard came out and said, I recommend if you ever get the chance to have an orchestra to play you in every opportunity because <laughs> it feels amazing. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was so well done. But let's just start from the beginning. I mean, I thought when it's kicked off, because you've, you've watched the show properly, haven't you now? Yeah. I was like, oh... Starting with Horizon. Did you think the same? Um, I don't know why. In the kitchen, the kids are sitting down. I got, I got strong um, Last of Us vibes. Yeah. I was thinking really? perhaps it was a Last of Us thing. Yeah, I think maybe just a kid yeah. in the snow reminds me of Ellie in the snow. Yeah. Well, I, I look when the, when the music was playing, and that woman was going like mm, ah, in the microphone. Mm. I was like, it's got a war. And then I thought, nah, 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 nah. They wouldn't open the God of War. And then when that kid was playing this series, I was like, no, this is Horizon, this is. Because he had like that fur kind of... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I can see why you thought that. And then and then I heard the voice, and then I never even clicked, because it didn't sound like Kratos, because it is a different voice actor I read. That would surprise me. I thought, is it Kratos, isn't it Kratos? And then when he got up, and he had his beard, I was like, fucking hell! <laughs> I was so mad because no fucking way the world people got a war. I was like proper getting excited, like you know, like I wasn't crying, but I was like proper getting emotional <laughs> because it's it's weird because you know what as sad as it sounds, like you kind of grown up with these characters in these series, and like mm-hmm. the kind of when because E3 is the one time of the year that you, you know you do get overly excited, and to open with that I was like no way. <laughs> get shocked at the. Um, New camera angle. Yeah, that's that felt very Last of Us as well. Or yeah, but it looked visually. It was oh, it was stunning, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's a totally it's a new direction. Gone are yeah. the chains of Olympus's traditional weapon. Looks like you yeah. get a few different weapons now, which you have been doing in the last few games. You get a few different weapons, don't you? I like the fact they did the kind of four. It's Norwegian. You know, like um, Norse mythology, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's, and, that's the biggest change, isn't it? It's ditched the Greek mythology, moved to yeah. the Norse, but it's the same yeah. Kratos. Yeah, he's kind of skipped continents. But what I loved was the fact that like, he's gone to this Norse mythology, and one thing that no one seems to mention, but it was going in my head, is that Thor can summon his hammer, can't he, when he picks his hand out like that, and Kratos has that ability in the demo. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He pulled his axe toward him. I think he smashed Thor like, up. Ooh, is, this, is, is this an ability you might take from Thor in a fight or something that, you know, you you are amongst the Norse gods because you are the god of war? You know, hmm. it's so interesting. Yeah. But, uh, the, I will say, one thing that worried me was afterwards I heard that the demo, that the attack button's now on the shoulder buttons on oh, the pad. That feels that feel weird. That will feel because the deep, the normal buttons are used for obviously jumping and stuff, but actually to ask your son to attack as well. Yeah, because you spend the whole game with your on-screen son. 
Which is going to be a bit right, weird. So that's, a, that's another yeah. big departure from the traditional God of War template. Yeah, um, I read a lot of people complain online, like, oh, they've turned it into The Last of Us, they've turned it into Resident Evil because they're the shoulder. I don't want to see fucking Kratos' son and blah, 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 and whatnot. Where's his chains? And But at the same time, people were moaning that something needed to change, and now they're like, trying to give Kratos more character and depth. It's like, oh. I mean, the one thing I've got, you've got to give him a lot of respect for, in my opinion, is the fact that they're not rebooting it, essentially. But they're kind of given Corey Borlaug, who made God of War 2, the best God of War, in my opinion. Definitely. It's come back. And he says, I'm tearing it apart and I'm rebuilding it. And if you go and have a bit of faith in that guy, <laughs> then um, <laughs> they're kind of like, yeah, just forget about it then. Well, I think, I think the character Kratos, he became quite annoying. In the first game and the second game, I kind of, I was kind of on his side. I kind of felt his anger. I understood it, but in the last few games, he's just been angry for no reason. Or it's felt that way. They haven't given him enough reason to be that pissed off. Ghost of Sparta had one of my favourite scenes with his daughter. Like when you finish the game and you kind of have to bash circle, obviously because it's a QTE to push her away because it's the only way you just can't be together. And it was quite, I felt it was kind of. Obviously, the QT didn't work as well, pressing the circle, but I thought it was really touching that he's seen this episode to Kratos. And mm. uh, you're kind of getting that again now with his son. Because if you notice at the end of the demo, um, when the camera kind of starts to pan it, Kratos lifts his hand to go and like put his hand on his head or his shoulder. Yeah, and he stops and he himself. Stops himself. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah. So this is the start. This has got to be the start. But as with that, the demo with for God of War 3, probably that will probably alter by the time the game comes out. Yeah. But um, I was intrigued by it. I thought like the boss, the one at the boss, the, the I thought the combat looked good. Um, there's probably loads to go into it still. And um, it might not be that bad on the shoulder buttons because it depends what they go for. It might be a left fist, right fist kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I've got faith in that team. They just, they just make good games. I, th- I think it needed a shake-up. I think if it had come out yeah. it had been, been the same old stuff, I would not have been interested. I might even have skipped it, not bought it at all. But now yeah, totally. I'm proper excited for it. Using that as a kind of a segue, because there's not really much more we can say, is that no. the other game that's having a huge departure from usual stuff is Resident Evil 7, which yes. the, the trailer was completely like, what is this? I thought, it looks scary. If Sony somebody bought PT off Konami. Oh, it felt very it PT, that, didn't it? It said number seven. I was like, seven? And then it went Resident Evil. I was like, it was like the beginning of God. I was like, fuck. <laughs> no way. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck it. No, what, when the system we start to begin with VR, I was like, because oh. I've always said to you, Evan, I don't believe VR works. I don't think it will work that when a third person. Mm. But it's going to be a first-person game. And then when I played the demo, like, the next day, I was like, have you played the demo yet? I haven't. I've got home today. I've been away. But yeah, I'm going to... Well, I played the demo. I was like, you know what? This works. It completely works. It's not as nerve-shredding as PT was. But it I think was. That's a, I think that's a good thing, because if you... PT and VR, I'd literally be in a mental hospital afterwards. I don't think... I don't think I could finish PT. I mean, the other day, I was playing it with my brother yesterday. And I got right to the end, I think, of PT. Of PT. Um, yeah. Um, he was, he's, he's a proper scaredy cat, so I thought I'd put PT on. So we played PT, and we got to the bit where the red corridors are flashing. 
Yeah. That's the end, isn't it? And I just couldn't find this picture, which is meant to be on the floor. Oh, the end gets really frustrating. It's getting everything to click and work properly to actually finish it is really hard. Yeah, we was running around for ages, and we did it for about 10 minutes, and I said, you know what, I'll Google it. So we Googled it, and we still couldn't do it, and we just said, forget it. (laughs) Yeah, it takes a bit of luck at the end. He played Resident Evil 7 before that, and he said, PT was scary. He says, but Resident Evil 7 was better. Hmm. He said, because... It, it, like we said, it never got frustrating. Yeah. Whereas PT did. But um, I won't ruin the demo for you. But when you finish the demo, play it again straight after. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you can do things different on the second playthrough because you find out, you find different routes. But instead of doing the, the demo the way you did originally, you can use these shortcuts immediately. Oh, cool. So try it. So once you learn play it, just play it through again. Take your five minutes again. But it was really good. And it sold it to me. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to um, get a VR headset for it, but I think like after playing the demo, I'm going to pick up Resident Evil 7 on day one. And it's out <laughs> in January? Yes, not long. And apparently the demo is not going to be in the game either, any of that content. Oh, cool. But because the yeah. demo is... um, it's, It was 7, wasn't it? No, it was 7. It was Kitchen, which was a VR yeah. demo for a long time from Capcom. Yeah. And it was the one I was most excited about playing because it sounded the most interesting... You you wake up. Your character wakes up in a tied up in a chair in a kitchen. Someone comes yeah. to try and free you. I guess you've all played this now in in the demo because it's part of the same demo, isn't it? You I don't think kitchens in the demo. Do you not wake? Do you not start in a chair? You start in a chair, but I don't. I don't think it's kitchen. It could be. I think from what I've read, it sounds like it is kitchen, and then they just expanded it a bit more. And and that's oh like yeah, because oh actually because. Yeah, in the demo you find a video and it says kitchen. Uh-huh. And but I, but I think like in actually the VR you can turn your head and you can actually um, interact. Mm. But you can't interact. It's like it is like a video. You don't actually do any interaction there. But I was asking on Twitter like if if they'd be looking to include kitchen in some form of demo form on on PlayStation Store once the VR comes out or in the Resident Evil Seven game. So that would be interesting. Yeah. And the whole the whole Resident Evil Seven playable in VR, but also completely playable on the standard telly, which it, is cool. The, the other thing, as well as you saying that about kitchen, you can't actually point the finger and say, "Oh, Sony have done a PT and just released this to try and um, get the shock," you know, that PT did because kitchen was actually, I think, a, a long time before PT, wasn't it, or just yeah, afterwards? Yeah, it was doing the rounds about the same time, so they can't have been yeah. made like one after the other. They're probably in development at the same time. And apparently it was always it was always going to be Resident Evil, wasn't it? Because if you look at the the logo for Kitchen, the T, there's a little bit missing in the T, so that it actually looks like a seven. And they're saying that oh. yeah, they, they haven't just adapted it to and like expanded it to be Resident Evil. Yeah. It's always been the intention. There's basically audience testing. Yeah, they were. I think they literally were. And you know what? Fair play to them because Capcom have had a lot of shit recently over the last few years and I've been one of the people who give them a shit and that guy that to reboot it and then to, to take such a huge departure as well mm-hmm. so they've said it'll still have funds and um, you know uh, micromanagement you know and stuff like that but it just won't be as action heavy even though the original Resident Evils weren't action heavy yeah but, um, it's, 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 it's in the same universe too isn't it but it's, it's, it's all new characters yeah, yeah. before or after Resident Evil 6 
because I found I won't ruin the demo for you, but I found stuff that indicates towards Resident Evil in the demo, mm. which is a shame we can't talk about it in depth because you haven't played it yet. But um, we, c- we can mention this on the next podcast. Yeah, but um, it's it's a really good demo. I mean, it scared me a couple of times, mm. and the general atmosphere in there is really scary. Cool. They've got a lot right. And um, yeah, I, I think I, I won't pre-order it yet, but I think I will be buying it. I did hear actually. I was going to quickly mention that some writers have said that it's some people are complaining because it's not as scary as PT, which they haven't gone far enough. But then some people are really happy because it's not traditional Resident Evil. But my point to that would be Resident Evil Four onwards weren't traditional Resident Evil. No, it wasn't. Resident Evil Four changed the uh, template completely. Because we had three games in the original template, then we had, well, we had more than that because we had Cove, Veronica, and et cetera. Mm. And then we had four, five, six, and now they're kind of reinventing it again. So they've had a trilogy basically in each format, and now they're going through it again. I didn't play six because it got absolutely panned. I played it and it was terrible. I just couldn't. Yeah. No, it was terrible. I did try the demo and I just I thought, no. <laughs> but four is amazing. And I really enjoyed 5, but I know a lot of people didn't, but I thought 5 was really good. Yeah. It's not going to be a Sony exclusive either, which I'm happy about because, you know, I think the, the exclusive should be left, as I've always said, to the first party game studios, not... Yeah. But um, moving on, what you got next for us? Next, well, let's talk about another zombie game. Let's talk about Days Gone. Days Gone. Sony Bend, the bin giving away on this for a very long time and they finally shaved their hand and yeah the bits I read after the show like general reception of it was a bit sort of lacklustre but I was really excited when I saw this again I was getting Last of Us vibes (laughs) I think I was just secretly hoping that Last of Us was going to pop up again but it did kind of feel a little bit Last of Us but it's and there's nothing new about it, really, in terms of what it's trying to do. It's just... Is it, is it open world? I think it is, isn't it? It's open world. Survival, yeah. uh, zombie, survival. I think you were a hitman. Uh, you've got a motorbike. No, you're a bounty hunter. You've got a motorbike. There's a bit of a backstory hinted at with a girl. Um, it is a single-player. Single-player campaign. But it's the volume of zombies on screen at any one time. Yeah, really and they're saying that they had to tone the volume down on the demo, apparently, so that they could, you know, kill them all. <laughs> right. for the E3. But yeah. um, when I was in the initial trailer, because I think it came on after God of War, I wasn't blown away. And I wasn't blown away by the gameplay at first. I just thought, yeah, it looks, it's, it's clever, it looks all right. But then... Um, I started reading about it and I started getting more and more interested. Mm. So if they can deliver on what they've said, then I think it will. I will be picking that up. Um, but, yeah, uh, it looks amazing. I think I think it looks really good. Yeah, it did. Look, I, I wasn't blown away. I thought it looked good, but I, you know what? The problem was for me. I was so gobsmacked by God of War's oh. new direction, and the, I think just before Days Gone, we had the last the last Guardian release date. Mm. Uh, which some people are saying is very wonky, but I'm probably still going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, st- I'm definitely uh, going to buy it. Needs to be yeah, played uh, again. Yeah. It's a piece of gaming uh, history. <laughs> plus, the other thing with me, Andy, is I'm kind of like um, a bit... I feel a bit worn out on the whole zombie genre at the moment. Mm. 
I just kind of feel like oh, more apocalyptic games, and you know, but if if it's done well, a lot. I mean, one of my favourite parts of the demos when he went in the truck and found that canister and put it on his gun and used it as a silencer. Yeah, that was cool. I thought, yeah, yeah I loved that, and then I read that that's what interested me more that there's going to be a lot more stuff like that in the game. Yeah, it was like just crafty, the, it was it was um, the sheer volume that was that got me hooked in. It was like one of those Japanese yeah. games. Were they called? Um, what are they called? Dynasty. <coughs> Say that again. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. But it's just like waves and waves and waves. and so many. And it looks like one bullet anywhere will take it down. And I did see um, a quote by the developer saying, oh, you can finish that demo a million different ways. And I thought, bollocks. There's no way you can finish that demo a million different ways. <laughs> just no. And then... Um, but... They did show the demo behind doors, and apparently, they showed you like how they did it without getting into a mess of all the zombies and yeah. you know, like getting into a huge battle. And apparently, they says somebody asked him, "Why did you keep stopping? Was it just to show off the thing?" He says, "No, you had to keep stopping because we have a stamina level, so you can't sprint all the way through the level and you know, leg it from the zombies. He does get tired." Yeah. So that's to me like, is it Mad Max, which has like a stamina and bar and you have to eat and on the one I've just played yeah no there's no stamina bar there's um, a health no. bar which you oh. need to eat to replenish it's not like an auto replenish thing oh sorry I thought it was a stamina bar that mm. but um, yeah so that, that stuff like that interested me more because it was like it kind of is like the last of us universe apocalyptic but them adding more to it with the um, kind of survival elements for your own character and stuff well it, it feels really di- or it looked really different from the last of us in that it's, yeah. it's proper old school zombies they're quick they can see you they're not relying yeah. on the, the uh, your sound and th- the, the volume I know I keep going on about it but it was so impressive to look on screen at how that how that appeared it's just so cool mm. looked, yeah. looked really and good and I thought it looked amazing makes you wonder how many there will be able to fit on screen at once mm. I think it would be so easy to get overrun and killed yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, there was never a zombie game on the Microsoft, wasn't there? Dead Rising. Dead Rising, yeah. Yeah, that's a one-year Xbox One exclusive, I think I read. So it's going to be coming to PS4 probably next summer or next Christmas. I'm not really bothered but, about that one, actually. No, I never liked Dead Rising at all. Just no. never interested in No, me either. So that's all we've got to say about that one. Let's, um, <laughs> should we move on from Days Gone? Yeah. Let's talk. Um, let's, we've mentioned it already. Let's talk about Last Guardian. Yeah. Good um, trailer. Yeah, it was a good trailer. It showed um, more of what we've come to expect: the big bird, dog, cat thing, <laughs> and your little um, yeah. <laughs> and your character that you control. And yeah. it also showed another big bird, dog, cat thing. Two of them. Yeah. On screen at the same time. Obviously, one of them is probably not on your side. Um, kind of get the feeling that the, um, they're, they're not they're, they're off. I read that when you find yours, it's chained up. So it kind of make, gives you the feeling that like people are maybe using them for, I don't know, warfare or mm. you know, not dragons, but, you know, as in a cruel kind of manner. Yeah. You have to get an, you have to get an arrow out of him, don't you? Yeah. But, um, it takes a while for him to trust you. Yeah, that's the only thing I read. I won't read nothing else now. I won't watch nothing else. I will just pre-order it when we get a bit closer to October. 
and I'll be done. I'm not going to read any reviews or previews. I'm just going to play it and make my own mind up because I'm not going to have people saying, you can't say you enjoyed that. The camera shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, all that kind of crap. Because I can get past a wonky camera. You know, I've been gaming since flipping Commodore 64 and you'll know yourself. Oh, no, you didn't have a PS1, did you? Mm. The amount of wonky camera games we had back in that era. Oh, my uh, God. Until Nintendo you know. showed everyone how it was done with Mario 64. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a day one it's going to be purchased you're getting a really cool limited edition in America probably won't come out here or if it does it will be really expensive yeah but um, yeah I just, I, it's one of the games like, I'm excited for but I don't like to talk about it because I don't want anyone to kind of like tell me anything mm. does that make sense I still don't think there's much known good <laughs> I won't tell you any extra bits that I've gleaned, but yeah. I did hear people saying it, it looks like a PS3 game, but when I saw that trailer, I've even though it probably doesn't look visually like triple A, mm. I still thought it looked really good. But then again, I'm a kind of person who can play indie games and think, yeah, that looks cool, that looks really good. Yeah, but I think your expectation is lowered when you're playing an indie game. But I mean, yeah, I did. I well, didn't. The graphics didn't. Jar with me at all. I thought it looked okay. I thought it looked fine. I'm Maybe when it's in our hands, we'll feel differently. But people have to lower the expectations as well because it is basically a PS3 game being ported to PS4 and being finished. They're not going to rebuild it completely, are they? That's just not going to happen. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know. It's been in development for how many years now? Oh, ten plus. Got to be. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy the definition of um, developer hell this game has been stuck in for so long and it's finally coming yeah. out which is which is amazing in itself just that we're getting it and no one's cancelled yeah, it yeah just that we're getting it yeah. let's move on that'll be interesting because we you know, can both play kind of hopefully finish it at the same time yeah share our experience yeah that'd be dangerous come on Sony. let's leave VR last yeah let's put VR to one side they announced there was a little bit more on Detroit becoming human. Become human. That trailer kind of confused me because the the trailer they showed last year, I was not expecting them to go to see what I saw at E3. It was you? I hadn't really thought about it. I forgot that game was around until it popped up on screen. It didn't. Well, the really... trailer that we saw last year, it was a girl, and I'm not saying it was obviously she's not in it anymore. But I kind of got the idea that it was going to be about you taking on the corporations who build you and what it means to be human and what is human and, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. Was what it is Kara? Another... I can't remember. Was it the Kara character? Yeah, yeah it's, I think it was. But mm-hmm. this kind of felt like Heavy Rain mixed in with sci-fi. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it could be. I mean, in Heavy uh, Rain, you controlled three different characters. Maybe you'd be controlling the girl, this guy, and someone else. I like the way they showed everything that can happen in that demo, but I thought it was really poorly done, if that makes sense. Like, it kind of came across really, like, B-movie. Well, I thought it was all right. I, I liked what the, the ideas. I just thought the way they explained it all, it kind of felt really rushed. But I think it's a long way off anyway, and I think Sony just wanted to feel the press, maybe. Mm. Maybe they had to put something together quickly because of, you know, um, that rumour about Red Dead Redemption. But... um. 
I am excited. It's Quantic Dream, and although they don't make the greatest games, Heavy Rain is definitely the crowning achievement, but I am excited to see where they go with Detroit. Yeah, me too. And I probably will buy it. Probably will buy it. Yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know, Detroit is the um, story-driven game where your all your decisions affect the story. In the demo they showed at E3, you were an Android character sent up to talk down from a roof another Android character who was holding a human child hostage at the edge of the roof. Yeah. And it went through it, the child and the Android fall off the roof, and then it rewinds and it shows you all the different ways that can play out from different decision making and stuff. And I thought it worked really well and I'm I am excited to I'm not saying anything was bad. I just didn't like the way the trailer played out. I thought they could have done it a bit more everything felt a bit throwaway the way they did it. I think they could have focused on one and then maybe showed you another and then said at the end of the trailer there was a possible eleven different outcomes for this this one scenario. I think I think it's more effective to show to show a lot of them. And it didn't show all of them, I don't think it but then it panned back and it showed you the different ways that that situation played out with like a, a story tree all the different decisions like yeah. shooting off and uh, showing like a screenshot from each starting point of the next chapter it, like visually it was bloody lovely and uh, yeah, it really was I have got five things because if anything you know like beyond obviously wasn't the greatest game but you, you think back to Heavy Rain and the decision making that it, it felt it really did feel like that your decisions mattered. The, the game took on that. Like you could kill the characters really early, not really early, but like midway through the game. Yeah, they could die. Yeah, it was really good. That was, and like they could finish the game in like really quick because how quick you could finish some characters off. Yeah, I like that. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm always going to be optimistic when it comes to um, Quantic Dream games because they they make the kind of games I enjoy. Yeah, they just push the boundary a little bit try different things completely I mean there's no other game really that is like these yeah they don't bow to pressure they, they like people keep moaning about this and that but he, he doesn't bow down to anyone he just keeps doing what he wants to do and yeah. no matter if you don't like his games you've got to respect that yeah yeah um, it, it, was a, it was a good demo well good trailer sorry good trailer yeah what else did Sony have after that what else did Sony have come on you must be busting a nut to talk about the next one Spider-Man Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you, trailer. You know what it is? I keep forgetting it's I keep forgetting it's an exclusive game. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it, that it's exclusive. I think so, it's still on the licence to Spider Man films and I think they've sorted uh, some sort of deal with Activision and Marvel to take the licence back for the games. And basically they've got the rights to this any Spider Man game now, by the sound of what I heard the other day. They've done, some, um, they've done some clever behind-closed-doors business stuff with this, I think. Yeah. I think they basically said to Marvel, you can have Spider-Man back and use him in your Marvel universe. But Because they're not making any money off him, are they? Sony, I think Sony is still going to make their own films. But I think they're yeah, also going to let him branch out into Marvel. Being, yeah. Is he going to be part of the Avengers? He's that one, isn't he? He will be in the, the uh, Avengers, yeah. Yeah, so he'll be in the Avengers. He's going to boost, his, boost him as a character in terms of, like, uh, pop so culture. He's only sense and realise, well, let's let them use him. It's only going to be a help. It's only going to help our productivity. Yeah, it's going to boost his popularity. 
and yeah, exactly. And I mean, oh, you know, like I love Batman, but there is only one other character that comes close to Batman for me, and that's Spider Man. It's the same for me. What is it about these two characters? They are the best superheroes. I don't know. I find Spider Man, obviously, some people think relatable, but not relatable as in the fact that you know, like I can climb walls, or <laughs> 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 even that I'm clever or anything like that. It's just I, I think he's a cool character, and with Batman. He's probably kind of the complete opposite because he's rich. Yeah, he's broody. Like, is that the right term, broody? Brooding. Uh, <laughs> brooding, sorry. Yeah, broody, that's what when you're pregnant, eh? you want to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's broody. <laughs> <laughs> Some bad but, um, babies. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Just about them. I've always thought suits Spider-Man is, like, proper, super cool. And, uh, well, obviously, I think Batman's cool as well, but, um, can't explain it. It's just I think it's his it's the Peter Parker bit where he's really geeky and a bit of a yeah. loner and no one takes him a bit like Clark Kent, is that sort of it's that sort of transformation. But whereas with Superman I, I just don't like Superman. I can't get on board with Superman. It's not that I don't like Superman, it's just the way he's changed over the years that I can't I like the, the, the subtle things in the comic books with Superman about him giving people hope. Mm. And just normally talking to people when he's rescuing them off of the top of a building, for example, and stuff like that. Like in, in this one comic, he, I'm not getting in, I'm not getting into that. That's a huge tangent. But, um, <laughs> but he's different in yeah, the comics yeah, yeah. to how he is in the films. Yeah, let's just get back onto Spider-Man. But that trailer and people was tweeting Insomniac, and someone tweeted him and says, "When are you going to show some in-game footage?" And Insomniac just tweeted back, "That was all in-game footage." <laughs> <laughs> It's often him back and says, "All right, then when are you going to show some gameplay?" And they said, "That was gameplay." And I was oh like, "Oh my god, holy shit!" You've got. And then someone tweeted and says, "Okay, is that running on Neo or PS4?" And then you, is it you, you show Yoshida? Uh, you, um, you've thrown me off his name though, uh, Shuhei Yoshida. <laughs> yeah, he said every single game at E3 was running on standard PS4s, not Neo. It's like, holy shit, man. Have you made that game look that good? It's gorgeous. I mean, it? yeah, it was beautiful looking. A lot of people complaining about the suit. I like the suit. I thought it looked really good. It was different. Um, they probably can't use the same suit that they're using in the films either because they're not... They're not linked, are they? No, they're their own unique stories. Um, it just it was exciting. It was kind of like, holy shit, of Marvel and Insomniac kind of... Are they halfway there? Marvel's version of the Arkham games. Obviously not with the darkness and that, but it actually looked like it could be just as good from what we saw. Mm. Did it show fighting? Yeah, they're tweeting all the time. They're showing, don't forget to use, what was it saying? Um, use everything around, and it shows you grab the same door, pulls it off, and starts swinging it around in 360 degrees and knocking out all these people. <laughs> you know, you're just showing off. That's what I tweeted him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was a, it was a brilliant demo. And then I mean, I can understand what I mean. I don't. I'm not happy about it being exclusive, but it kind of is part of the Sony family now. Spider Man. So it's it's not like the Tomb Raider. No. Feel, in a way. Well, that's coming this year but, as well. Yeah, that's another game I haven't mentioned, but. Um, it kind of stinks, but yeah. Well, they own the property, yeah. don't they? They signed something years yeah. ago to make Spider-Man 
they, they, they must have they, his on-screen yeah. property or something. They own his film rights. They, um, as long as they keep making films every so often, they, they don't have to give it back to Marvel. Yeah. They struck a deal with Marvel. And I think somewhere along the line, Activision have given up the contract to make Spider-Man games. And Sony probably says, look, we'll take over this. We've, been, we've played ball with you, giving you back. You play ball with us. And it's, it's, you know, it's working out for all the parties now, isn't it? It seems to be, yeah. That's what it's probably. Got, I mean, I don't know. It's it come across as that something like that's been struck, but either way, they've got it exclusively, and it looks brilliant. It looks incredible. Yeah. Right, another game which I am finally on board with. I wasn't interested at all, but now I'm I'm sold. I want it. Horizon. Yeah, fantastic gameplay demo. That looked awesome, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of like intrigued, like yeah, yeah, yeah I see what they're going with this. But when I watched that, I was like, oh, my God, like, it actually looks like not limitless possibilities, but it really did look like there was so much. If you thought you could probably do it, then you might be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. In combat. That makes sense, yeah? Yeah. Just, it looked brilliant. <laughs> like It was like, why the hell have Sony been making these, forcing these to make kills on games for <laughs> so long? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, this is a game set. It's post-apocalyptic again, but there's no zombies or anything like that. It's um, human. The human what... race has been stripped back to like caveman sort of times, but they've also got a lot of tech going on as well. It's a really weird mix, and the things roaming around the earth are like dinosaurs, but they're robotic dinosaurs. It sounds yeah. mental, but it it looks really good and looks like it's going to be fun to play. My favourite part of that whole demo was when she like started running through this, I don't know if you'd call it a meadow or valley, and you just seen, it was like that scene in Jurassic Park when he goes, welcome to Jurassic Park, and he looks up and he sees like the Trice, tri- um, I think it's the Triceratops drinking out the lake, and then the, mm. um, the tall the ones walking Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, that was, it was like those tall ones with like the um, kind of plate, flat plated heads, robots. Yeah. That was walking along and then there was some running around. I was like, holy shit, this looks like an ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, it's probably just a scene that's, you know, already programmed and scripted, but it still looked great. It added so much. I bet it's not scripted. It might have been scripted for the demo, but that's yeah, a, yeah. did you see when they pushed it pulled out on the map and how big that no. world was? I heard that. I heard the world was huge. Yeah. I didn't massive. see that. Part. I might be thinking about the Zelda demo. That was a massive map as well. But I I know this is a big, big game, Horizon. Yeah. It's, 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 it's Sony showed so much that I want or what I really do want now. Yeah. They've got it banged on. So much gameplay in the demo, in the, in the shows as well. And so many new IPs. That's, that's what's exciting me. It's not sequel, sequel, sequel. It's like. It's like new, fresh, exciting ideas. And even God of War, that felt like a new IP because it was so different. Yeah. Such a departure from the normal. I was totally blown up shocked that Sony Bend wasn't working on a VR game. Totally shocked. Yeah, that yeah, that, that is a surprise. <laughs> Maybe that game will be playable in VR, but I can't imagine it will be. Yeah. Right, there's still more games from the Sony to talk about. Well, actually, there's one. And it, it was... There wasn't much shown. And it was... um. Where they rolled out um, Kojima. Yeah. Had him walk out track. on illuminating floor as he stepped. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> that was, it, it, was, was, um, 
Sean Sean Layden come out with the Crash Bandicoot Shadow. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, because Crash Bandicoot Remasters got announced. Yeah, I am excited for those. Really excited about them. People should have seen this coming a mile off, shouldn't they? Because the Crash Bandicoot made it into the Uncharted games. And the reason Crash Bandicoot can't appear in any Sony stuff is because there's some weird thing about who owns Crash Bandicoot, who owns the rights. Activision only. Activision. Activision only, yeah. yeah. The board team, the board spiral off, off Sony Naughty Dog. Well, there, go. Well, yeah, well, there you go. So it's not been able to appear. This iconic yeah. Sony mascot has not been able to appear in anything else, Sony. And then he pops up in Uncharted in what yeah. looked like a remastered band, um, Crash Bandicoot. So it should have been obvious yeah. that this was in the works, shouldn't it? Looking back... I think, I think this- I think these new Crash games that Activision is doing are actually complete remasters, though. They're not just, like, high resolution. I think they're actually rebuilding them. Yeah. Well, they had to rebuild it for the Uncharted game, so I'm not surprised. Did they? Yeah, I think they built it from scratch. Oh. But, um... Crash Bandicoot is a game I've never particularly liked. Indeed, yeah. Do you? Do you like them? Yeah, I do, yeah. They're not amazing. When I first played them, I was kind of blown away. Um, but, you know, I, I wouldn't class them as amazing, but I do enjoy them. I think they're fun. Mm. And that counts for a lot. That counts yeah. for a lot, yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The other they one, do- the Kojima game. So, again, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a great demo. I don't... Tyler, sorry. I mean, it was really intriguing. The music was flipping... As always, that bloke who never made that track's probably going to sell a few extra thousand copies over the weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just saying, like, um, you're just not getting anything from the demo. I mean, Kojima's quite said it's going to be an action game, which excites me. Um, I've heard theories about the demo. The trailer, sorry. I couldn't get anything from it personally at all. I mean, <laughs> it's bonkers, isn't it? Firstly, too. I would have read some serious, a lot of books to kind of get because it's it's got to be some sort of metaphors and all that but it, I couldn't get anything from it myself but it was it, it was interesting if anything yeah it was I think it was a big um, a slight F you to Konami from him yeah a little bit I mean the way he came out on stage like a like a pop star like I said walking down went, as back. the floor illuminated underneath him whereas Previously, he wasn't allowed on stage with um, when he was working with Konami. They basically said, no. Eh? I never knew that. Yeah, they, they, they said, no, you're not going on stage. No, <laughs> basically. So they Rob comes out with Sony, rocks out, and he's got in his game, he's got um, Reed, what's his name, that actor's name? Norman Reedus? Norman Reedus, that's it, yeah. Yeah, Norman Reedus is the main character in this trailer who's from the... Yeah the PT demo, which was cancelled by Konami, which he was working on. So he's kept that actor, he's put him front and centre. And, um, yeah, it's just, um, I think the lyrics in the song, someone pointed them out, I can't remember what they were now, but it was definitely like, it could easily be related to him sending a message to Konami. Yeah. I mean, that him and Konami, the way they parted terms or parted company was... um, Messy. Strange <laughs> for you to get rid of your. It'd be like, in a way, um, Nintendo said to me, Mato, fuck off. 
I <laughs> know. It's so well, I mean, you know, as much as I don't agree with GT, you know, Casanori and Machi's direction, it would be like Sony saying, I'm done, mate, you need to go. Yeah. Your games sell well, but we're done. It just doesn't, I know that like he went over budget or he cost a lot of money to make Metal Gear, but I'm sure they've probably made it back now because it sold a lot of copies, hasn't it? Metal Gear 5, and it's such a strange one. Well, they've just they just seem to be getting out of video games. I mean, they're still doing the pairs. It sounds strange, I might, but. They're making that much money off those, what they call them, pachinko machines or whatever. Yeah, pachinko you machines. can't blame them for the direction they've taken. They're making millions and millions now. Yeah, but I mean, do that, but then this is also making money. You don't know when your pachinko machines are going to go tits up. I think the problem with Konami is that they're not looking that far enough ahead to think not every game you make has to be a big AAA budget game that could go down the smaller route. You know, I mean, they could, for one, they want to make a load of money. Do what everyone's been asking for years. Remaster fucking Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah, Everybody's should... been bothered for that. Yeah, they should have milked it before they um got rid of Kojima. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this... Yeah, this, this, this Yeah. <laughs> this uh, demo, it starts off um with Norman Reedus' character. No, it starts off panning across a beach, doesn't it, with loads of dead crabs. Someone said yeah. that crabs had like mechanical parts inside them, but I didn't notice that when I watched it. I, I didn't. I've only seen the trailer once. I'd have to watch I, it again. I think I've only seen it once or twice. So the camera yeah. pans across the beach, dead crabs everywhere. And Norman Reedus is laid on the beach. There's a black cord coming out of his stomach connected yeah. to a baby. Yeah. Um, like some sort of umbilical cord type situation. Yeah. And he picks the baby up, he's holding it in his arms, he's crying. Then does the baby melt? I don't, I think it just vanishes. I, I, I could be wrong. It melts or it vanishes. He's got black ink all over his hands, or black something all over his hands, which looks like it was the same stuff running through the umbilical cord. Yeah. And then loads of weird handprints appear on his body. And then he stands there, butt naked, looking out across this ocean. And there are five floating figures in the sky, and that's where it ends. Mental. Dead whales. Dead whales. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I forgot about the dead whales and those are dead sea creatures in general just strewn across this beach. Yeah, yeah crazy. Who knows what the hell that game's going to be? I mean, uh, it's probably just like a, you know, like a, a layman's version of the demo. But I just when I saw those five things in the sky, I was like, okay, this is like invaders. <laughs> I know it sounds like really basic. Are they? Are they? Decided to kind of like have we basically effed up the planet and these have come for one reason or another, you know? Is it oh, to really judge us? Yeah, oh, and he had yeah. a scar on his stomach, didn't he? He had like a big um cross on his stomach, like yeah. scars, like something had been taken from him. There's just nothing you can take from it because it might not even be related by the time the game comes out because no. It could have just been something he put, did, as if to say, like you says, it could somehow be his way of saying, you can know me. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a but big either way, is that, that an exclusive game to Sony, that, or is that... No, it's exclusive to Sony, Sony publishing that one. Probably backing yeah. it as well, financially. It's a big, it's a big deal, though, isn't it, that to get Kojima on board? Yeah. Very big. Yeah. And then, of course, there was the VR stuff. Yeah, I was actually impressed. 
Yeah, you said. I mean, we've mentioned Resident Evil 7. There's also Fantastic. the reason you're impressed, which is they're making uh, Batman. <laughs> no. Um, actually, to be fair, mate, from I heard, I listened to an IGN, it was Australian who played it, and from what he said, I wasn't overly blown away, to be fair. When I seen it, I was like, well, how are you doing this interactive story? And I thought, maybe if they go down the detective element, it could be good. From what I've heard, it sounds a bit, you know, like... Um, if it comes out from what I've heard, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be more than a 10 12 pound game. Just oh, yeah, it doesn't say it's like a little tech demo. It did say this about um, uh, uh, Batmobile section, like they've done in that getaway game on the VR, you mm. know, that London heist. Whether they do or don't, we'll see. But um, oh, from what I've heard about that, I wasn't interested. But carry on anyway. You was, uh, was going to list a few, wasn't you? Well, yeah, I'm just going to, I think I just quote Kotaku here, actually. It's got um, Resident Evil 7, Star Wars Battlefront, and Final Fantasy 15 will all have VR modes. Rocksteady is doing something with the Batman in VR. And new studio Impulse Gear has Farpoint, an exploration of an alien planet in VR. I don't think that I've seen that. I think I've missed that somehow. But yeah, Visually, that, that's Visually, very spectacular, but it seemed really interesting as well, like quite intriguing. Mm. So, uh, I did like the look of that. You obviously know I like the look of the sport, the like kind of mini game things they're doing, like Headmaster and um, VR Worlds, as it's Sony's little take on like the shark, ta- you know, when you're in the shark tank and that. Yeah, yeah. Shark tank, that kind of thing. I think that looks good. Um, I don't know about rigs. I don't know enough about that. I don't, I'm mm. not sure how you play something like rigs without quite feeling sick. Um, the thing, the is- stuff that's kind of. Yeah, I'm pulling me towards it now is like the, the first person stuff because I am starting to think like how good would games like Rapture be in first person in VR and Firewatch mm. etc the thing the thing that's concerning me is all the first party stuff in VR all the first uh, stuff in the, in the first person perspective in VR is um, yeah. the way the characters move around seems to be teleportation yeah, I've heard about this. Talk, go into a bit more about this. I haven't. I've, I've heard little snippets. How does it work? Well, because you don't walk. No, you don't walk because you can't physically move. You're like in the character embodying embodiment of that character, but you can't walk around because apparently that's disorientating. It makes you feel sick. So yeah. you teleport. You like point somewhere you want to go to, press a button, and you'll appear there. And you could look around in that place. So there's no movement, yeah. which is. Weird. Well, just use the the analog sticks as normal, and then just move your head around instead of using the right stick. Well, that's what I think, but that must be disorientating Sorry. or making you a bit nauseous or something. It's it's weird, and I don't like the sound of it. I think if you can incorporate that into some sort of game mechanic, yeah, fair enough. But if that's going to be the way you have to move around in all VR games, then that's going to be pretty poor, I think. Yeah, I don't want that, <laughs> but um, I'm sure it, I'm sure it won't be. I mean, Resident Evil Seven is completely playable in VR, and that won't be teleportation. That's going to have to move around. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. But I just don't know why a lot of them are opt- opting for this moving around. Well, what, what? Who would? Is that like the getaway host game? Would you be teleporting in there? I don't know. I've just I've just heard it a lot around this E3 about this teleporting thing. It's a bit concerning for me. It's weird. Doesn't make much sense, does it? No, it doesn't. Doesn't at all. 
Because the technology is new, or don't. I don't know. I think I think it's just the the physically. If your character walks, it must feel weird because you're in their head to be walking yeah. and not actually walking. I mean, if you're in a car or in a cockpit of some sort, that would feel fine to be sat on your sofa because that would that would be how you're expecting to be, and you're in a vehicle that's moving. But if your yeah. if your character's walking, it must be a bit weird. Like you said in that thing you watched where people were trying to jump something coming down the stairs because it yeah. feels like it's going to hit your legs. It must be like if you push forward and your character starts walking and you're not walking. <laughs> it must be that sort of yeah. disconnect. I think that's you why... Know, no. Sorry, go on, sorry. I think that's why the teleporting thing exists. You know what I just thought would work really well on them? You might you might just shoot me down in flames. What, you Light can... Gun no, yeah, I think you're right. Did you see that? There was an image of like a, a light gun that Sony are putting out. No, no, no. Possibly for Resident Evil. Yeah, it's like um, oh. it's like a big. The whole overall shape is like a leaning square, and you put your yeah. um, it's just like a machine gun. You hold both ends, a bit like the old um, uh, yeah, thing you get with the Zelda or Link training on the Wii. Yeah. So it's like that, but it's like a big square, and you put the uh, move controller in one end, and that's your weapon. I'm not sure yeah. what game that works with, but I've seen an image of it. So yeah, I think light gun games. It's a good shout. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking because I'm, I'm a massive, massive, massive fan of the original Time Crisis, and you, will, I'll probably put more hours into that than I did Drive Club on the PS. Um, is it the one or two? It was PS One, wasn't it? Are you serious? You put you put that many hours in? Not joking, mate. I used to come home from school every day and I play it about 10, 15 times in a row. Oh my god! Just a proper love that game. Properly loved it. I thought it was one of the best games. But at the time, obviously, I don't know. I probably do still think it's like a great game, but mm. back then, I thought it was one of the best games ever made because it was like it was new to play something like from. The, it was quite nostalgic. Then it was somewhat special, wasn't it, to play games from the arcade in your home? Yeah. The PS1 was the first kind of system that kind of realised that for you. I mean, you had the Saturn, but it was mega expensive, and Sony just killed it. And uh, it just, yeah, even my dad used to sit there watching me play that and take it in turns. It was brilliant. I suppose that's why I'm so fond of it. Hmm. But um, it was fantastic. I love that game. Yeah, and I could see VR being a bit special, you know, for the um, light gun genre. Hmm. I don't think you'll ever see a resurgence in it, but... If somebody decides to get down that route, you know, a cheap 15, 20 pound game on the digital store that could be onto a massive success. Yeah. A game I thought would work quite well would be um, like a story driven game, like a, yeah. what do you call it, a walking simulator, but yeah. one where you are in a wheelchair because that yeah. would solve the moving around problem because you'd be sat in a wheelchair which moves and you had no ability to talk. So you wouldn't have to interact with the world, or you could yeah. do it in a different way. Yeah, that kind of solves two of the problems. You could build a story around that. Well, that'd be quite. I think fun. it's. I definitely think VR because of the disorientation and motion sickness that some people are going to suffer from is definitely going to be better suited to slower paced games, and especially this is where I believe the um, not the point and click genre, but the adventure genre could mm. definitely have a huge impact and. I mean, it's, it's on the comeback anyway with Telltale and um, other studios, you know, like we make the Sherlock Holmes games and that. They've all come back to the forefront and they're having 
quite good success. But I think if you, if someone goes down the VR route, they could be looking at massive sellers. Yeah, massive, massive. You just imagine you walk into a room. I don't know, let's pretend L.A. Noir. Walk into a room, it's a crime scene. Um, and like you said, the teleportation thing, you just look around, you, you point and click, automatically walks to that destination, no teleport bullshit, walks there, so you can't, you know what I mean, get too, uh, what's the word, disorientated from it. Mm. And then you examine that area, and I just think that was so cool, you looking around and pointing and looking for clues, and you scrolling through items like magnifying glasses and what, you know, that kind of stuff, UAV lights and that, would be good. Yeah. And the, totally. the slower pace games definitely gonna could definitely do better on the system. Yeah, I am intrigued, but I'm not going to jump in day one because I think it needs to prove that they're going to have a good um, rollator games and the games will keep coming because it's a lot of money to um, invest on the basis that there's oh. going to be 50 games in, in production. You need to know that stuff like Outdrift's coming. That is the edge of nowhere that Insomniac have made. Mm. People are going mad about that. Is that coming to VR, PSVR? I'm not sure. Edge of nowhere. I'm not thinking know what that is. Well, the thing that worries me is that the Oculus stuff might not come to PSVR because the Oculus is kind of beastly in the specs, right? In the what? In the specs. Hmm. What was that so, game we just mentioned? What was it called? Edge of nowhere. Let's go back to my notes. Yeah. So, yeah, Edge of nowhere. Just watch the trailer. Looks looks good. And it is VR, which is interesting. Yeah. Is it first or third person? It looked third person from that video. Mm. I'm not sure how that would work. Well, I know how I would think, expect it to work, but people don't seem to be on board with my with my third person games can work in VR. Most of people are enjoying it. Yeah. I think that was it from the actual PlayStation press conference. Other games. It wasn't a lot. I don't think it was a lot of VR, to be honest. Not as much as I expected. No. Not really, I suppose. But it's not out yet. I reckon they'll perhaps have another little thing where they really push it. I put on the gas, August, September. Yeah, I think we're going to get a No Man's Sky announcement after the No Man's Sky release, September. You still think that's going to go VR? Yeah, definitely. I mean, come on. For that, I mean, the only problem they might have is can it run in VR? If they can get it running, it will go VR. That's yeah. going to be a huge seller. Even if they said to people £5 upgrade, imagine how much the pay, how many people will be upgrading. Oh, God, everybody. Everyone would upgrade. Everybody who's got VR. <laughs> yeah. So a couple other games I wanted to talk about. Uh, PlayStation Bound as well. Where um, uh, Abzu. Oh, Abzu. Oh, God, that game. Do you, do you like it? I wasn't sure if you were going to like it or not. I know you know why. Day, like day one. 20 quid, don't care, boy, and it looks fantastic. <laughs> looks fantastic. It does, doesn't it? It looks like a spiritual successor to Journey. Yeah, yeah. But underwater. Amazing. I can't wait for it. It just looks beautiful. Yeah, it just looked... I mean, when I was in the first trailer, for, it was last year, I think, maybe, and I thought, this looks interesting. And then that trailer... That they released it either I was like, oh <laughs> must have. It just it was, wasn't it? It was a must have. Yeah. So totally. much stuff at E3 blew me away. I was like, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that. <laughs> I need to make some money because there's just so much stuff. 
So yeah, that looks good. And then um what's the other game? Hang on, I've got it on my list. Somewhere on my list, have I? FIFA. <laughs> no. Oh I tell you what, I think it was the PlayStation press uh really uh conference. I was watching COD. And I didn't know it was COD because I've not seen anything of a COD for a long time. And it looked good. I thought this looks really good. The yeah. way it was like the gravity when you're in space, jump, yeah. and jumping in and out of your spaceship and running around. And it was like COD. And I was like, oh, <laughs> do I need to rethink my stance on COD? But the, the, you know what, mate? Because they said everything you see now is playable in VR. And then there was no segue. He just showed the man come out the ship. He went up to the console. He decided on a mission, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Then he flew out, and the the battle happened, and that. And I thought, is this COD? I thought this looks like Call of Duty from the trailer I saw. And I thought, nah, because it's all VR. <laughs> and then when it kicked off, and I thought, this is definitely Call of Duty. And I was like, you know what? This actually looks. So I'd written it off. <laughs> and I thought, this looks good. Yeah, shocking. I couldn't believe it because I had I've not watched anything Call of Duty for a long time, a long time. So I had no idea it looked like this now. Just no clue. I was watching, thinking, oh, they've got a new, they've got a new th- a first person shooter. Uh, well, he's in a spaceship, or he's out of a spaceship. He's jumping around on different gravity things. It's just really clever, like game mechanic. Yeah. It's like Call of Duty. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what's going <laughs> on? straight in the shower and scrubbed his testicles <laughs> yes it's like no this is this is wrong I shouldn't enjoy this because I do dislike COD but obviously that's based on my opinions a few years ago and it looks like it's changed a lot yeah but the problem I would have is I would I still wouldn't be able to go anywhere nearly online because everyone would just rinse me so I would be buying it for the single player campaign and I've never liked the single playing campaigns in COD. No. They're just boring. <laughs> so I've mixed yeah. feelings about that. I, I, I the Modern Warfare trilogy, even though they went a bit daft, I just, I did enjoy those. Mm. So come on, if you got, could you, I know like you, we still got all the stuff to discuss, but could you pick a game of the show? Game of the show? Have a look at my notes. Let me just refresh my memory on what on all the games that were there. Ooh. For me, it's between Days Gone and Horizon. Oh, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm torn between two, maybe three. God of War, even though we didn't see much because I just thought I like the reboot kind of style. Mm. Days Gone, I, like after thinking about it, I thought no, not Days Gone. Sorry, Horizon. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was great, and then the more I kept, I kept thinking about it. I was thinking, you know what, you really like this game because you only really think about stuff like that when you're constantly thinking about it afterwards. And um, <laughs> you'll probably you won't laugh, but you'll probably think, bloody hell, Abzu. Oh no, yeah, I just thought, totally I, get on board with that. That's that's a good shout. It just it was so different from everything. I mean. People probably think, well, Last Guardian, you put this, the show that last year and it blew me away because it was like, oh, it's coming, he's actually coming. Um, but Absolute just looked like, when you play Journey and you finish it, he was like, I've never experienced anything like that again in my life. Mm. 
I know it's like someone from the journey team who's made Abzu, but he's like, oh, just to think that he possibly has recaptured it. Yeah, he could recapture that magic again. Fantastic. So. That's it's, that's the only oh, thing I'm worried about that, that game is it, it's it's gonna fall in the shadow of Journey. No, I don't think it will because it it feels like a departure, and I think he's done the right thing by taking it away from land, not just land, but it feels like a huge departure from where Journey was. I think it's a she. I think I think it's the the lady. The it was, oh, sorry. It was, you know, yeah, either yeah. way, yeah. But like journey was like like you say it was a journey from point A to point B where this feels more like exploration. I don't know. But Do you know I, I, mean? I just can't yeah, wait to play it. I yeah, don't really want to know too much about it to be honest. Yeah, yeah, bang on, yeah. <laughs> Which is awkward being on a podcast where we talk about these things. But you know, like going on a bit game of the show, there's a lot of games that sold that sold themselves to me at E three as well. Like um from what I've heard, I mean, people probably won't be interested in these anyway, but from what I've heard and listened to on YouTube and stuff, like FIFA 17 and PES 17, both sound like must-have games. <laughs> I'll do something good this year. My son will want FIFA, but I will probably end up getting PES because I've got that urge again. You, you um, always get this urge. You always say, I'm not buying it next year. No, nope, yeah, I'm done, I'm out. Um, um, Mafia 3, just, I've got to have that game. Just looks fantastic. Mm. And there's another one. I can't think what it was now. Is there anything else that you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was it. Sorry. The golf club too. They seem to have done everything in the sequel that I wanted in the original. So I think that's going to be what that is. It's just normal golf game, but um, it's on PSN. It's a good golf game, but there's no there's no leveling in there. You don't create your own goal for an improvement or anything like that. And you just don't feel like there's any progression, mm. but they've, they've completely put all that in for the second game now. Mm. There is a rather enormous game that we haven't spoken about yet. Oh God. <laughs> Go on, then. Zelda. Uh, Obviously Zelda well, is up there for me in the top games that I'm looking forward to. It's, yeah. I mean, talking about it with you is going to be not pointless, but you're not into Zelda. You don't know the history of Zelda. You've not really no, played much Zelda. But this is a massive, massive departure from the Zelda template. Huge. Yeah. All the tropes seem to have been swept away. Yeah. You don't collect hearts. You can't collect rupees. You got you can you start cooking food to get your hearts back and to to sell and trade what you cook and what you collect. Um, yeah, you've got a jump button, which if you don't know Zelda, is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can climb walls. You've got a stamina gauge. You've got different weapons. Um, so much going on. Such a huge, massive new shift. And I cannot wait for this game. Cannot wait. And it's not out no. for so long. When is it? It's like the end of 2017. Really? Christmas 2017. Flipping it. Why it? Is it just off a presence on the shelf floor? It's the... What else are they going to show, honestly? I know that Sony showed God of War, and that probably won't be until next Christmas, probably 2018, you know, like January, but... That seems like really, I've really, I mean, 
And the NX is out in February. Now, I thought that would have launched on the NX. Oh, I thought that was going to be a launch game. I mean, maybe Unless the NX, maybe the NX will slip. Yeah, maybe the NX is Christmas. Maybe. I'll tell you what, though. That's a long time to wait for another fucking... Oh, excuse my French. To wait for another Wii U day, mate. That's well, the only thing I've got on the horizon, isn't it? it? Yeah, pretty much. Let me just double-check this date, because your amazement has made me doubt it. Um, and it's got a name as well. Breath of the Wind. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Like, um, some of the Ninty fans do after my head in, mate. Some of them was right about it. Twitter, um, at last we'll probably get an open world game with good combat and I thought, piss off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, suddenly Nintendo were doing like this open world game and it, yeah. <sighs> like I heard one of them saying they've added climbing mechanics. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, oh yeah, so of course now Nintendo have invented climbing mechanics. How innovative. It just drives me nuts how some of them act, mate. I understand your frustration with us Zelda yeah. fans. But Zelda is untouchable. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just looking for the launch date to check out like this, right? That seems like an awfully long time away to... Nintendo could be so far behind by the time the system launches. Unless they haven't got the specs down. They've got to have something big if they're launching February, March without that game. It just says 2017. I've found two different places and they're just saying 2017. But I'm sure I heard end of 2017. But hopefully I'm wrong because I can't wait to get my hands on that. I'm trying not to get too excited because I just don't know when it's going to be out. If I'm going to be able to afford to buy it on the the NX because I'll have to buy the NX as well. I mean, I could go to the Wii U, but I won't point it on the Wii U if I know it's on the NX, and that's the definitive version. It, yeah, I mean, I, I thought, from what the show just last year to the, this year, it definitely looks like it's at a downgrade. It didn't really Ubisoft. Showed us Summit, and then <laughs> showed us the real footage, and like, what? <laughs> How does that change it? But, um, you know, that's... Not knocking the gameplay, obviously, the visuals do change, but... Did you pay much attention to the Zelda stuff? I watched uh, I watched a trailer and I watched a bit of... Um, what's that? Um, not tri- Was it Trios? Is that what they're yeah, calling it? Yeah, the Trios Live, yeah. I've seen bits and bobs on there, I think, of it, or something else. Did you see the Amiibo feature? No, I didn't see that. Ah, oh, it's so clever. Basically, in Twilight Princess, you um, the one where you can become the Link, the wolf. Yeah. The one. Did you nearly buy that one? Or you were tempted? I heard, no, no, no. I've heard about this though. Go on. Yeah, so you can become the wolf in the, in the Twilight Princess game. And there was an Amiibo released when it relaunched on Wii U. Got the remastered. But in the next Zelda, you'll be able to use that Link uh, wolf amiibo, amiibo. Pop it on your gamepad or whatever the NX has got. And the wolf will appear as your companion in the game. And... Yeah. It'll have three hearts, your standard starting level. But if you've upgraded the wolf in um, the Twilight Princess game, it'll have loads of hearts and be like a much stronger companion. So I thought it was a really cool feature. Really nice touch. Yeah. And, and a decent use of an amiibo. Yeah. Really yeah. good. It's also getting three amiibos um, 
launching alongside the game. You've got two different link poses, and one of the, the bosses is going to be launched as amiibos for the game. And what does this unlock? I don't know. I don't know what they unlock. But I want them all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Any Nintendo can get away with this shit, you know. <laughs> Anyone else can go to dry. That's not true. I mean, you get limited edition uh, statues and figures with some games. Yeah, but they don't unlock content in the game. <laughs> That's true. Well, this doesn't unlock content. It's almost like a... Uh, helper. Oh well, then then amiibos ain't gonna lock hidden dungeons, locked out dungeons and stuff. I don't know what they're gonna do. That's another departure. Yeah. Instead of having like a solid set of big dungeons, there's gonna be like a hundred plus mini dungeons. Mm. I can't wait for this game. This might be my game of the show. Yeah, yeah. I was on a PlayStation tip when I uh, picked Horizon and Days Gone, but. I think Zelda, possibly. But that's coming yeah. from the place of a massive, massive Zelda fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still can't wait to get my hands on Days Gone and Horizon. No, there's nothing wrong with that as you're going to show. If, if that's what you thought looked best, that's, that's what you thought looked best, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying not to get too excited. <laughs> yeah, well, what like you say, it might be a long way off, it might be eight months. Did you set on the game of the show? Oh, Abzu. If it's out in March... You said the game of the show. No, I'm sorry, I'm saying, would you be buying an NX if it comes out in March? The console? Yeah. If I got the money, yeah, definitely. Mm. It's a big if. <laughs> yes. It's, it's gonna, mm-hmm. If they announce it before uh, the VR is released and it looks like suitably amazing and I can only afford one I don't know what I'll do really mm. after all that VR talk you might back out I oh, know I wouldn't back out I mean I still want both but if I can only afford one and Nintendo do something amazing I don't know what I'll do I mean I, Nintendo surely need to have a VR component everyone's going VR there is rumours to have I've heard this. Isn't there some game that's being made for VR and it's been listed as yeah. being on NX as well? Yeah. But then I think the developer came out and said, yeah, but you don't have to play in VR. I'm not giving anything away. Yeah. Well, let's say you was buying VR now. Let's say you want VR day one. What would you buy to play on it in VR day one? Um, You've pre-ordered one, haven't you? I've pre-ordered. Yeah. So what um, games are you going to buy on day one with this bit <laughs> VR? I don't know, Dave. Don't know. Is um, Resident Evil out then? No, so I think January or February. Have you seen next January or February? It's ridiculous again. <laughs> no. And, a, and potentially a new Nintendo console as well. Yeah. I can't wait for the next Nintendo thing. The, the next time they speak, because I think they're going to blow the lid on whatever the NX is. And they're going to show a new Mario, and I'm pretty sure they're going to show uh, Metroid. I think they might be showing Mario in next E3. Next E3? Yeah. That long away? Yeah, that's what I've read the other day. They'll need something to launch, though. I think big, if Zelda's going to miss it. But surely Zelda will be a launch title. It's got to be. 
I think so, yeah. I, I mean, I'd be shocked if you launch that system with it, something you're already showing. Mm. Anyway, but, we've, we've, got, we've been talking for a long time. Is there anything else you want to mention from E3? No, nothing, mate. All tidied up. What about, um, did you watch the um, Ubisoft? Crap, turned it off after about 20 minutes. That was so boring. I don't even know why EA and Ubisoft have those shows, to be honest. I don't. They should just farm the games out. They want to big up to Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo, if Nintendo would ever get back on the stage. Nintendo don't even look like them interested in doing it again, do they, by the sound of things? Well, it depends. If they suddenly have a hit on their hands, they might do another one. I wouldn't want Reggie on the stand anyway. That tit balls the shit out of me. <laughs> He's a strange one, isn't he? <laughs> He's just... Oh, I don't know. I mean, when he comes out and says, we've got a strong software lineup for the Wii U, who do you think you're kidding? <laughs> Still on the night. He says, did you hear him about still got a strong software lineup for next year for the Wii U? Don't bullshit us. I know. Just be straightforward and say, look, we ain't anymore and it's dead. It is, it is pretty much, isn't it? After Zelda, that is it. It's been a massive failure for Nintendo. I mean, they've made a lot of money. But they've made a lot of money because they're Amiibos, basically, haven't they? Yeah. That has been saving grace this generation. I know they've made money off the software because they've had a lot of successful games, like in Splatoon, Mario Kart, and, it's, you know, I think um, Mario 3D World sold really well as well. Mm. But um, hardware-wise, I'd be shocked if they made their R&D back. No. 10 million units? No, I don't think they'll uh, make their R&D back. The Amiibos save the... That company loads. Yeah. Definitely. But, uh, Unix. I mean, I hear people saying if it, if it doesn't sell well, that's the end of Nintendo. But I don't think that's the end of Nintendo. And I don't see Nintendo being third party. They're making money as it is, and the Wii U's been a flop. So. Yeah. But I think if they, if they, have, the a, if they have another the flop, it'll be near impossible to get people back on board. Yeah, it just depends on what the shareholders class as sustainable. Mm. You know, if they're happy making the money they're making now, because they're probably going to keep the fan base. I reckon they've definitely got like between six and eight million people who will always buy the system regardless. Yeah. But then I think like you've got to look at the fact that there's probably two million people who've bought those systems who are probably quite young and who might just completely the next time. Yeah, I mean, like my lad, he liked Mario and that, but he asked me if we could have the Wii U in his room, and I said, yeah, and he says, if I get my Wii in the room, can I get a copy of FIFA to play in the room as well? And I was like, you can't get FIFA on it now. I said, you can get an old version of FIFA, but you can't get the new one. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> so, so is your Wii U in the... your boy's room now? No, it's still downstairs. Good, because you've got to play Treasure game. Tracker and 3D Land and all these other games. I don't know. It's just getting around to them because I'm just properly enjoying um, my PlayStation again at the moment. Mm, I know what you mean. You know, going through games really quick at the moment. I'm platinum in games again, which I really do enjoy. People might call me sad and that, but I enjoy doing it. I enjoy... I see it as a checklist and I enjoy going through those checklists. Mm, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's satisfying. Yeah, and um, just like... I'm going through games fast. I'm getting through my backlog a little bit, but 
electricity that we use kind of like a distraction, which I don't want at the moment. Oh, Dave, you make me want to cry. Sorry. It's such a good system. And I know I'm guilty of it as well. When I'm not on it, I don't have the urge to pick it up for some reason. But then when I do, it's like, God damn it, I need to play this more. You know, I fear, I kind of think, subconsciously, I think to myself, I know once I finish those games, I'm going to sell it. Mm. Is that even a bad um, thing? I don't know. Cause Is it? I don't, I, I don't think so. If you're not that into it, and it might be better to do it now and sell it now. Or well, you might get something for it, but you've got to play those games first. Yeah, I think I'll, I think I might just do that. Finish the games, and then I don't think I'd sell the system because it's like mine and Hage's. I think I'd let him just take it upstairs, and then he'd have Mario Kart, and a couple of games to play in his room. Mm. I see but, you played um, um, 3D Land and Treasure Track. No, he doesn't ask to play them to be honest, because he's he's of that age now where he's like really into like he's proper into football at the moment. And he, um, he really does love love racing games. Properly loves racing games. <laughs> He's your boy, isn't he? Yeah, he like he comes back from school one day of the week. I let him come home and play it while he visits swimming. And he comes in. I say, do you want to play um, 3DS or Rocket League? And he'll go, no, no, no. Can I go on grid? <laughs> <laughs> and he comes upstairs and he'll say, I'm playing open wheel or I'm playing Talca. He just loves racing games. He's going to the Grand Prix next month. The Grand Prix? Are you yeah, going my mum's taking No, no, no. My mum bought him tickets as a surprise. Because, oh. Well, she didn't buy him tickets. She bought herself and my little brother tickets, and it's free for the kids. So she's taking H and his, his cousin, Reese. Mm. So I'll have to trick him a few quid to buy a shirt or a hat when he's down there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's like, like I say, he's mad on his racing games. and the, He loves Mario Kart, to be fair to him. Mm-hmm. You've got, you've got, I don't know when you're going to do it, but you've got to try those games. Let's wrap it there. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with it. That was a long podcast, possibly our longest, but that was a, a, a big E3 to, just, to discuss and dissect. Yeah. Um, if you want to catch us on Twitter, talk to us about anything we've been speaking about, I'm at Anthony Holmes. Dave is at DaveHolmes82. At We Don't Go Out is the, uh, the show Twitter. You've got a website, uh, Instagram, all at We Don't Go Out. And we'll catch you next time. How are you feeling about the South Park game? We've got to talk about that. Oh, I really want that, you know. Yeah, I do. That looks really good. Tempted to pre-order because you get the old, the first game, don't you? Yeah, but I don't know if that's this country or just America. Well, I know I need to check that because Mag's playing it. El Mag. Mm. He's already playing it. He's near enough the platinum again on the first one. But I want to find out because if that's the case, if you do get it, I will pre-order it. Yeah, me too. So I wouldn't mind going through that. I didn't realise what the title was there, you know, like I was going, The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> so, what does that mean? And then I looked at it and I thought, The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> like, that is class. Yeah. It looks really good. I like the trailer for it as well. And the, little, the gameplay they showed looked excellent. 
Is that a game? The gameplay they showed looked excellent, and the, the trailer. Was really good. Um, yeah. was good. Yeah, it's really good. Really, um, just exactly what you'd want. It looks like the the show. It looks so good. Yeah, is the you know the game that you get again on the PS4, the original? Is mm. that a remaster of just some ported it? There must have re. Well, I don't know because it wasn't. No, it came out on PlayStation Four. PS3, the original did. Didn't it come out on four as well? No. Oh, they must have. Yeah, they must have remastered it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's gonna put the lights on. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Is that you burping? Yeah, it's because of all the gas. Because I've been sitting down. I've got up and stretched my body. All the gas released. <laughs> it's like you turned into Kratos. 